It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The future at ULM is now. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. All right. Uh, First of all, thanks so much for subscribing. We had a little bump. Actually, in the last couple of weeks, we've had um, 40 subscribers. So, again... We need 40 a week to get to that 1,000. Please subscribe. Please tell uh, your Sunbelt friends friends, friends and family uh, to subscribe to see how close we can get to the goal. Also, don't uh, that's on YouTube. And don't forget about the audio podcasts uh, as well. You can get them anywhere. Just search Lockdown Sunbelt uh, and you will find it. Uh, most populars are uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you are doing Apple, please rate and review. All right. Had the chance to sit down and uh, pretty good chit-chat with the new head coach of the ULM Warhawks, uh, Bryant Vincent, uh, coming in from New Mexico, but he's got a lot of Sunbelt experience in South Alabama. He's got high school coaching experience in Alabama, and he's also coached uh, at UAB. We go over his coaching background, the immediate steps, and expectations that he is setting, and he's setting them high at ULM. No, No further ado, let's hear it. From the man himself, he is the new head coach of the ULM Warhawks. He's Bryant Vincent. Welcome to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. So thrilled to have the new head man over at ULM. Head coach Bryant Vincent is hopping on. Congratulations, coach. Uh, how's it feel to be uh, finally a, a head coach in, in Division One college? It feels great. You know, it's a little bit of surreal. I'm obviously very excited. I'm obviously very honored to be the 17th head coach at the University of Louisiana Monroe. Uh, I'm fired up. I'm ready to hit the ground running, which we've obviously already done. But um, a lot of excitement, man, and just ready to build this thing one day at a time. All right, so let's talk about your coaching background, and then we'll get into the process because I always wonder how these things uh, go. Give us uh, some of your coaching background. We've gone over it from your bio on the New Mexico State uh, website and or the New Mexico website, excuse me. And, uh, you know, our paths didn't quite cross. We kind of zigged and zagged. You were at South. I was in Lafayette, and then – you went to UAB when I got to Mobile, and I've called games with, at Spanish Fort. You were the head coach at Spanish Fort a while ago. So tell uh, tell uh, some Elk fans and mostly ULM about your coaching background. Uh, absolutely. You know, if you go back and you really look at it, I was a high school coach for 14 years. And every job that I took in high school was a builder. You know, it needed to be built. And you can go back to Charles Henderson you know, back in, I guess it was 99 at Charles Henderson with Hugh Fountain. I think they had just come off a one and nine season. And we come in there and we go four and six. And we go, I think it was nine and two. And we go nine and three. And then Spain Park calls me in Spain Park. It was, you know, they split Hoover back in the heyday when Rush and two days and all that stuff was going on. And, and they <laughs> built a power, even, you know, so-called national championship. But Spain sure. Park, was they were wanting to be like Hoover. So a guy named Vince DiLorenzo calls me and goes, 
And back then, you know, the spread was just coming out. How Mummy had just gotten to Kentucky, Tim Couch, and we're throwing the Y cross and shallow and sail and mesh and all that stuff. So we were throwing it around, you know, and we were breaking a lot of point, breaking a lot of records offensively. So I take the Spain Park job. They just come off a four and six season. They run the wing tee. Uh, we come up there. We go. We make it to the playoffs first time in school history. We go, uh, I think it was six and five. Then we go to the third round. We match up with Hoover. Then we went back. So we got that program going. Then I got my first head coaching job at Greenville. They were one and nine, one and nine. So, again, another builder, you know, another let's turn it around. It's broken. So, But it's an easy fix if you do it the right way. We go ten and three. We get beaten the quarters. Um, Spanish Fort calls in June. They're 0 and 17. They go 0 no and 7 JV. They, they, they wow. play the JV schedule. They're 0 and 7. Then they go 0 and 10. So we take that job down there in Spanish Fort. We go 4 and 6, 11 and 2, 11 and 3, 13 and 2, winning state championship in, in 2010. Then South Alabama, Joey Jones calls. They're building the program at South. You know, we go to South Alabama. We become bowl eligible for the first time in school history at that time. There's like two bowl games in the Sun Belt, and we beat the we beat Lafayette, the conference champion that that year, to go six and six. So we get that program bowl eligible. We get to the first bowl game in school history. Um, then Bill Clark calls, you know, and UAB's two and ten. They've been to one bowl game in school history. It's the worst facilities in college football like literally the worst facilities in college football. We go up there, we go six and six the first year. Uh, we beat Southern Miss, our rival, the last game of the year to make six and six. Uh, they shut the program down. Go back to South Alabama. Um, three years later, Bill calls me again. We go back, it's 2018. We go, we set the school record for wins. We go 11 and three. We win the first conference championship in school history. We win the first bowl game in school history. We go on a pretty good run. We win 52 games, I think it is, in five years. Um, Bo eligible in 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Um, Bill retires. Um, you know, in June, I become the interim head coach. We finish seven and six and win, you know, the third consecutive bowl game in school history. Uh, they decided, the administration decides to go a different direction. They hire Trent Dilfer, and I go to University of New Mexico. So we get back from the bowl game and Danny Gonzalez calls me. We land back in Birmingham that Friday, drive to Orange Beach. Uh, I've got a place down there. I'm just going to relax. Danny calls me two days later. Uh, another day later, I, I'm on a plane and it's the worst offense in college football two years in a row. What a great opportunity. You know what I mean? What a great opportunity. And, um, you know, we, we turn the offense around. You know, you control what you can control, and I was in charge of the offense, and I think we finished 13th in the country in red zone. We finished 19th in the country in rushing, 11th in the country in time of possession, 49th in the country, you know, points per game. Uh, we averaged, I think we were 11th in the country in yards per rush, and, you know, on and on and on, but I felt like we did our job. We turned the offense around. We, we started to flip the culture. And uh, this opportunity popped up. I was able to get with John Hartwell and President Barry and explain to them, hey, this is what I've done my whole career. I've, I've been a builder. I've been part of, of rebuilds. And I know what people say we don't have. I've heard what they say. 
I'm more concerned with what we do have. We've got great people. We've got a university in a region in Northeast Louisiana that is craving success, that is tired of the things that have happened in the past, the things that are in the rearview mirror now, and they're hungry for a winner. And when you see the look in their eyes and the passion in the administration to turn this thing around, you know, there's not another job that I would rather be at right now. I know that sounds, people say, yeah, right. No, no, no. This is the job that God built me for. This is God's plan for me to be here, an opportunity for me to be a head coach in FBS to do what I've done my whole career. Talking to Brian Vincent, new head coach of ULM. All right, so let's talk about the, the you know, you getting this job in the process. Did you answer a LinkedIn ad? How, how does one get this? Because the one thing, you know, Terry Bowden wanted the job, right? You know, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of guys, you may be the other one, who actually want the job. And the other thing that you got up there, besides the great people you're talking about, there is not a lack of high school football talent in Northeast Louisiana. All right, I know the I-10 corridor has their share, but I-20 – also uh, has their share and which will probably be, you know, on, uh, on display in the dome uh, this weekend. So how, how do you, you know, I know the, the, I think the head coach, you know, the new head coach at, at Syracuse, you know, Fran Brown actually called up the AD and told him why he wanted the job. How, how did you go about, how did, how did this process work out? Cause John Hartwell said he wanted somebody in about a week and a half and that's what he did. Well, you know, when the job came open, it just kind of struck me that this is what I've done my whole career and I get it. You know, there's there's been hadn't been a lot of success here in the past, but that's been in the past. And um, so I reached out to John. I had my agent reach out to John Hartwell and and show my interest in it, send my stuff in. We had a couple of discussions. Um, my main man, Derek Panowski, Panatsky, who is a phenomenal agent and a great man, and was with Ed Orgeron on the LSU staff for. He's- Coach, he's the binder. He's the binder. He's, he's, hey, he's the man. So at the end of the day, I was able to connect with John, you know, to talk on the phone. It led to an in-person interview. John and I shared a lot of similar uh, thoughts, visions on what it was going to take to turn this program around. And we hit it off and, it was it was interesting because, you know, I'm a people person. You've dealt with people. But there was a connection there, and there was something there. When I walked out of that interview, I said, that that's the guy. That's the AD that I want to work for. Because if you don't have the right alignment with your administration, then – and I've been a part of that in the past. And I've seen, you know, broken administration. I, I've seen it. I've dealt with it. I've went through it. And from Dr. Barry, our president, to Bill Graves, our vice president, to John Hartwell, our athletic director, we have complete alignment. We've all locked arms together. We all are in this together. We all understand what it's going to take to turn this program around. They are fully committed to getting this program turned around. And, you know, John called me Saturday night. He had had a couple more interviews. He said, look, I'm done. I want to shut this thing down. I've got a couple more interviews tomorrow, but I'd like to pick you up at 9 a.m. and take you to Louisiana Monroe and meet the president if this is the job you want. I said, this is without a doubt. This is the job I want. So he picked me up at 9. We drove about five and a half hours. It was kind of fast. Um, 
you know, I'm a little bit concerned about if John took driver's ed or not. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, five and a half hours later, you, you, you get know, north. You get north of Alexandria, Coach. There are some speed traps. <laughs> I don't think he was worried about those speed traps. To be oh, honest okay. with you, but, uh, we got there in a hurry, and um, I looked up that night. We we're at the president's house, and uh, we were having a serious conversation, and it was all aligned and. I think it was, it was a beautiful start to a great relationship of, um, cause we've all got to be in this thing together. We've all got to be aligned right. and the only way we can be successful if we're aligned and we have that. And yes, you said it earlier, there is so much talent in this state, not yet in Northeast Louisiana. There's no doubt yeah. all around us, but in this yeah. state and then, the coaches in this state, there's great coaches. So these guys have been developed, you know, and I think this job is a diamond in the rough. I know a lot of people don't look at it like that, but I look at what we do have, not what we don't have. And we've got everything we need to begin the process of building this program into a championship caliber program. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll continue our conversation with ULM head coach Bryant Vincent. We'll come back and talk about the immediate steps that he's taking uh, to prepare to be the head coach and what he needs to do to raise the level of football there uh, in Monroe. Time to tell you about FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, get new customers, get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. You've been thinking about joining FanDuel. There's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide ranging of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. I actually had a chance to do a little South Alabama, and I just wasn't sure. South Alabama is just struggling basketball-wise. Mercer is not any better. And... South Alabama blew them out. I won because I was rooting for South Alabama and didn't bet on Mercer. So, <laughs> um, uh, and then the NBA was tough as well. Uh, betting against the Pistons is actually a pretty good thing. <laughs> Wizards aren't winning, but they're covering all of a sudden. Keep that in mind. Uh, all right, Dave Schultz locked on Sunbelt, your team uh, every day. Let's get back to our conversation with the head coach of the ULM Warhawks, Bryant Vincent, on what his immediate steps are over the next couple of days, weeks, and months uh, to get ready for next season as the new head coach of the ULM Warhawks. Talking to new uh, ULM head coach, Bryant Vincent, uh, you're on Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, so let's talk about those steps. What are You said you already started. Uh, I presume the next steps is just to find a staff. Everyone seems to be scratching and clawing uh, on getting those uh, up-and-coming assistants. How do you go about uh, doing that, and how quickly can you do that? Because, you know, everyone seems to be you know, trying to do exactly what you're doing at, at these new places, whether it's, uh, you know, um, Mississippi State or, uh, 
you know, Tulane's going to hire a new head coach here. JMU's going to need a new head coach. My guy, Fran Brown, seems to be doing a guy, uh, doing a good job up at Syracuse. Um, so how do you go about finding these these guys uh, and and bringing on on a, an assistant thing? I will say the, the good thing about you getting this job is you are familiar with uh, the Sunbelt footprint and mm-hmm. uh, and and the challenges, whether it's in the past or not, the challenges that the program has faced in the past. No doubt. You know, I think how you build your staffs, how you build your program, it's how you build your team. It's how you build everything. It's built on trust and it's built on relationships and trust takes time. So in these next couple of days, you're going to see as this staff gets announced and it starts coming into play, it's going to be guys that I've worked with. It's going to be guys that I've coached with. It's going to be a lot of coaches that I've had a lot of history with that we've won championships with. Um, you're going to see a rock star staff come into Louisiana Monroe in, in the next couple of days. It's the same thing with building the team and building the program. You know, we had a t- first thing we did this morning was we had a team meeting before the press conference because this program is it's about the players. Without the players, we have no team and we have no program. So we had a team meeting this morning. The first thing I told them is you're going to have to trust me and you're going to have to be willing to be led. And trust takes time now. You know, let's make no mistake about it. Trust takes time and you have to earn trust. But we can't waste one single day. And these guys are going to have to trust me and they're going to have to be willing to be led by a leader that they really don't know. Now, there'll be some guys that that we bring into this program that, that they know me. You know, they know who I am. I've coached them before. So we'll have some influx of that coming in. But they're going to have to trust me and they're going to have to be willing to be led and it will take time, but we are, I'm a big relationship guy. It's not about Bryant Vincent. It is not about me at all. It's about these players. It's about this university. It's about this region. It's about the alumni. It's about the former players that have already bled and poured sweat into this program that we have got to do this for. And we're going to do this for, and it's, we're going to do it one day at a time. We're going to, you know, I believe in, in reaching deep into the heart and into the soul of each player one at a time. And how do you do that? You get to know them. You understand them. I want to know about their childhood. How did they grow up? What did they go through? You know, who's their hero? Who's their champion? Is it their uncle? Is it their grandmother? Is it their mom? Is it their high school coach? Because once you understand the heart and soul of a player, you can capture their heart. And once you capture a player's heart and they know you love them and you care about them, but you're also going to hold them accountable and be tough, and there's going to be tough love involved, then you can get players to reach their maximum potential and to play at a different level for a different cause. And once – we capture their heart, then let's let the games begin. Talking to Brian Vincent, new head coach at ULM on Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, what's the recruiting philosophy? Because I've seen some head coaches, former Raging Cajuns head coach Billy Napier was like, we will be in every high school in Louisiana. We're going to recruit in a five-hour, 300-mile type radius uh, because we want family members uh, to come. And that's how you get a – uh, you know, an Etienne to end up at Florida when he gets that job because he probably wasn't coming to the Cajuns, but because he was in that high school recruiting him or recruiting other players, he knew what was it about. I've seen other coaches in the SEC think they're above it all and don't hit the obvious places because they think they can 
outcoach others, which was ridiculous. But that's a different story. What is your philosophy on uh, on on recruiting, and how do you get kids to come to Monroe? I think being a high school coach for 14 years, being a head coach in a high school for five years gives me an advantage because I sat in their chairs. I know what they're looking for. I know what they're expecting. And to me, you know, it's again, it's based on trust and it's based on relationships. As a former high school head coach that had a lot of players sign Division One scholarships, I'm not sending my kid or my player to anybody. I got to know they're going to be taken care of. I got to know they're going to be cared about. I got to know that the guy, the school, or the recruiter that I'm sending my players off to is real, is genuine, has a plan for success for my players. So first and foremost, everything we do, we're going to go through the high school coach. A lot of things nowadays are, are through Twitter, or through social media and backdooring and all that stuff. And we're not going to operate like that here. Everything's going to be done through the high school coach. Once we communicate that, then we will obviously stay in great relationships with the high school coach to be able to build that relationship and hopefully have an opportunity to sign their player to join our program. Now, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to recruit the state of Louisiana first and foremost. That is our number one priority, without a doubt. And how we're going to do that, the first thing we got to do is we got to identify. Okay, once we identify, then we're going to evaluate. Once we evaluate, then we're going to communicate. So, it's all about identifying the players, evaluating them, where they fit in our roster, in our scheme, offensively, defensively, or special teams-wise, and then we're going to communicate what we have to offer those guys to be able to get them on campus to be a Warhawk. So I feel like we've got a great plan. We've got to execute that plan. Again, it's going to be built off trust and relationships. We're going to recruit the state of Louisiana first and foremost. We're going to recruit the state of Mississippi and the state of Alabama, Florida, and Georgia. And we'll push into Texas, East Texas especially, because to me, that is our footprint. And there are plenty of players, let alone in the state of Louisiana, much less those surrounding states that we have nearby. Let's take one more time out. Uh, we'll get more of Coach Bryant's uh, immediate plans and the expectations he has and is setting for ULM. That'll be coming up after this. Let me tell you about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had winning up to up to 25 times my money this football season. And now I can play during basketball season too. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Testing my skills on prize picks this season, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Prize picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, prize picks discount select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Price Picks now offers Apple Play, excuse me, Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match of up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. 
So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's wrap things up with the head coach, the new head coach of the ULM Warhawks, Bryant Vincent. He talks about uh, all the stuff on his plate and how he stays organized over the next couple of months, moving the family, uh, and then his immediate plans for recruiting and the expectations that he is setting at ULM. He is the head coach of the ULM Warhawks. He is Bryant Vincent. All right, so there's not a whole lot of time to institute that plan. I always find it incredible how much, you know, you have on your plate now, right? You got to find a place to live. You got to move your family. I don't know if you have kids. They got to find schools in January or you leave them behind uh, until they're done in the year. Uh, you're hiring assistant coaches. You got to do, you got an early signing day, which is maybe a little bit too soon. You got another signing day. You got the transfer portal. I mean, I, I you know. I hope Derek is helping you out because my head would be spinning. If I got like three or four things on my plate at one time, just the recruiting would be enough, but you got, you know, personal and professional that you got to get settled in. You've done this before. So how long does it take for the new coach to, you know, is it, is it right before spring practice? Is it after spring practice that you just can, all right, now I can take a breath. You may not stop, but it's like, all right, now we're doing football at least. Or does it wait? Do you got to wait until, you know, fall ball starts to where now, all right, now we're just doing fall ball stuff. You know, when, when right. does it, when does it actually settle down? Because I presume the next, I presume your head's going to be spinning until spring ball starts. Cause you're just going to be extremely uh, busy lining up your personal and professional life. 100%. I, I don't think it ever stops. I think it's a, it's a I don't think it ever stops. If, if you really live it and it's a passion, which it is, it's a lifestyle. And I don't think it'll ever stop building this program, this university, this roster, this coaching staff. Um, it's not going to stop. It's something I embrace. It's something I enjoy. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you take it one day at a time. You have your list. You have your priorities that you have to win throughout that one day. And right now, yeah, I'll just go ahead and tell you the priorities right now or to recruit to build this roster throughout this night. I have a recruit coming in tonight that will land, um, you know, a little bit after 10 o'clock. So we've already begun. Uh, We will hit the state. Like I told you a second ago, Louisiana is our number one priority. This is our home state. So we'll start in Louisiana tomorrow. We'll be at the super at the state championships in the Superdome this weekend. I'll have uh, several of my staff members, new staff members uh, coming into town tomorrow to help us, you know, to get some more boots on the ground, so to speak. Um, We will not have a recruiting weekend this weekend because we'll be at the Superdome um, building our relationships and earning trust amongst the high school coaches in this state. Uh, Next weekend, I anticipate around 25 to 28 recruits on campus. It will be some of the most talented recruits that have been on this campus in probably 10 years. And uh, next weekend will be a huge weekend for us, but we're going to hammer out Louisiana – and uh, some other personal relationships these next couple of days. And uh, we won't stop until that first signing day. And when that first signing day is over, we'll work on the next one. And when that next I, one's over, we'll work on spring practice. Right, right. I did hear you thank your daughter-in-law. Is your uh, – talk about a lifestyle. Is your son on the staff? Yes, he is. Brady uh, Brady's okay. my oldest. Brady Vincent is my oldest. He was a okay. student assistant under me for four years. Okay. Then he was a graduate assistant for two. Then he was an analyst. 
And then he went out and he was an offensive coordinator in high school for two years. Um, mm. Was able to bring some good players with him from the high school that he was at that are going to that are going to be good players. Um, he's going to be a big part of this staff. He's going to be a rock star uh, in this profession. I'm extremely hard on him, and I know everybody thinks he's my son, but he's he's a difference maker, wow. and, and I need him. And he's going to play a pivotal role in our success here. Brett Vincent is my youngest. Uh, he'll graduate high school in about. 10 days. He just won oh. a state championship out in New Mexico in Albuquerque at wow. La Cueva High School. Um, played receiver. He started at receiver, made a big play in the championship game, and uh, had a great experience. So he's going to be a Warhawk. He's going to walk on and uh, join our team this come, this next semester. So w- as a family, we're fully invested. The Vincents are here. Wow, so, I guess so. All right. Yeah. And then uh, my daughter-in-law, you know, I think they got married in uh, May. So she hadn't been married long to a football coach and they've already made their first, <laughs> they've already made their first move. She's getting a taste of it early, but uh, she certainly is. Welcome. She, she, welcome to the family. You were warned. <laughs> uh, this, this is the business that we have chosen. That's uh, right. All right. To wrap up things with new uh, ULM head coach, Bryant Vincent. All right. So what can the expectations be because at ULM, because 12 of the 14 teams in the Sun Belt are going bowling this year. And we saw some, Incredible turnarounds. G.J. Kinney at Texas State. They won six games for the first time and are going bowling. ODU's over-under was like one and a half. And Ricky Ronnie, uh, on the last second play of the last regular season game, gets qualified for a bowl game on a QB draw nonetheless. Uh, and they won six ball games and are going bowling. And, and then you got the JMUs and the Troys and the Cajuns and South Alabama and some of the more um, traditional powers that are still pretty good. What are the expectations and are you a uh, – I'm more of a, you know, under-promise, over-deliver kind of guy. You seem to be uh, an over-deliver kind of guy. I, I kind of do it the other way uh, because I don't like upsetting people. So <laughs> what, what, you may be more of a motivator than I am. <laughs> you know, I, I think that I'm never going to back down. I'm never – I'm not going to lower expectations. I'm not that guy. We're not going to back down from what we're here to build. I can go – our team doesn't know it yet, but we'll break it down on champs every day. You know, I'll never forget uh, UAB was, you know, one of the worst FBS programs in, in in the country for years. Been to one bowl game in 28 years. And we broke it down on champs every single day. And by God, we were we won the West three years in a row in 18, 19, and 20. And it's not about where we're at. It's where we're going. And our goal here is to win a conference championship and to win a bowl game. And – I'm not I'm not scared to fail. I'm not afraid of failure. We're not going to be afraid of failure. We will attack and learn from failure, but we will chase excellence and the pursuit of excellence daily. And without a doubt, we're going to win a conference championship. I, I'm not worried about what people say has happened here in the past. I'm not worried about what people think of us. I'm worried about what we're doing daily to reach those goals and to take steps towards those goals. He's Brian Vincent. He's the new head coach of the ULM Warhawks on Locked On Sunbelt. Thanks very much for hopping on, Coach. Best of luck. Happy holidays. And I'm sure we'll bump into each other uh, down the road. Uh, have fun in New Orleans this weekend. It's, it's, uh, it is a showcase. It is. And, Dave, thanks for having me on, brother. And go Warhawks. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 